Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Now, I'm tired of this shit. You will damn pay for it like you can't believe. And Bob Knight is gone. Rockets looking like they're going to secure their first win of the season. Every morning when we have an open, it's used against me. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Two more hours of this. That's a great, I mean, oh, that's a banger. Now you like Because <laughs> he's got Rammstein underneath it. Uh, and he threw some Bob Knight, he threw some Rockets, then he had you complaining that he always hurt my feelings on I the didn't intro. say that. I said it's always used against me in a court of law, Okay. Anything I say can and will be used against me. He did a whole remix in a, in a court of open. German That's what I said. Then a German song. He and why was <sighs> I saying that? It was about Taylor Swift in German. I don't even know why that. You came started out. singing for some reason. <laughs> if you missed this week, you've missed all that. Okay, that's what you've missed. So be here. It's on you if you ain't here. So we have to start with the Rangers won the World Series. Congratulations. Way to go. Now let's get to some stuff that we need to talk about. We Because we've been accused of, oh, you guys, the, the obvious lead, you guys just ignore it, and you just start talking about stupid stuff. Well, we there's the obvious lead. All right, Rangers won the World Series. Let's move on. Is that the lead here over Rockets get their first win? Rock, well, I think Rockets get their first win is the lead for us. Um. Problem. I mean, it, you know, Rangers were. Hey, I give you Ivaldi credit. He that dude was in trouble, was badass boy, all night, and yeah. he pitched out of the same stuff he got out of with the Astros. Now he got beat that game. Ivaldi, well, was, he didn't get beat, but they lost. That he, was the he was money this postseason. Ivaldi was. He I was. mean, imagine you lost to Grom. Scherzer's been out. Scherzer got taken out. Scherzer wasn't here for the most part. Scherzer was. Scherzer really was just okay. Yeah, he was best. just okay. I mean, Eovalde and and Montgomery. And Montgomery got beat up the other day. Yeah, but I mean, it's Eovalde, and then he'd get the bases loaded against the Astros, against the, and he got out of stuff. He could have been MVP, but uh, Seager's just a beast. Seager may be. I mean, they were talking about it this morning. Seager, Seager Seager's a Hall of Famer. Seager now is a World Series MVP on two different teams, and he's, he's tremendous. He is really good. I mean, he's he really might be. 
he he's he's a top five guy in baseball. The way he's hitting, uh, I mean, just, not the best player in baseball, but a top five. That's no, for sure. yeah, I mean, and that's why there were some people thinking that Carlos Correa might. Maybe we just thought that around here. That no, the Rangers Carlos made the right be, move. No, no, no. But yeah. I mean that that maybe Carlos would be the first to go and would be the high dollar. I mean, yeah. Seager clearly had to be and yeah. was clearly the best pick. That's why you know for for the Rangers, I'm sure it wasn't even a consideration. Well, and they talk about you know Bochi. Bochy went in here. He won in San Diego, got to the World Series. He won three with the Giants. He won here now. But listen, they make no mistake, the Rangers front office is what won this World Series. Yeah. They spent some money, and they've done a hell of a job. You know, you, you also had to get uh, – you got Jung, Young and Haim and Tavares, and you brought up Garcia. And, I mean, they've done a young re- players really, really nice job. But Garcia – you know what Garcia did? You you brought in Simeon and Seeger, you bought them, but you brought up guys who Young really performed well as a rookie. Tremendous power, um, as you mentioned, the catcher Heim is you know did a better job than they expected. And Garcia is Garcia the biggest? Is he the biggest athlete you've ever seen? Well, like he, the most muscular athlete you've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I, well, and he was out of this series because he pulled his Last steroid. Two games, he, yeah. He, you said, well, I'm sorry, what? No. Uh, well, he, what muscle did he pull? He, I, isn't what is it? Did, a did he say he pulled or a, a steroid or a, what is it called? Did he say he, he pulled, pulled his, his steroid? I think he did. And his, what muscle his left is a steroid? Oblique steroid. I think he. I pulled. don't think it's called. I think it's called just an oblique. You seem like you're casting aspersions on. I don't on, I on him. An oblique steroid. I, that's what the medical term is. I'm I don't sure. think pulling a steroid is a medical term. No. As far as an injury. Well, now, you don't know. You're not a doctor. I, a I'm going to ask a doctor. I'm not a- asking you anymore. Okay. Right. Are you a doctor? No. But I'm, why are you making diagnosis? But I heard this before. From who? I saw it. I, I read about it. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. You have and never. Canseco did it once. Buster, yeah, uh, he pulled. Buster he, Olney has never reported that a player missed time because he pulled a steroid. Because <laughs> he doesn't fancy lock. Well, well, unlike our, unlike someone in that room. I yeah, know. I know. Well, here that's all I'm saying is I just think that that might have that might have been the case. I don't know. I haven't gotten I mean, confirmation. I need two confirmations. I got one. Me, but I need another the one. That's not. <laughs> oh, you got a confirmation. He from didn't, yourself? Con- you yeah. didn't confirm anything. You yeah. just said something. Yeah, you didn't do any research. Well, he got a confirmation from himself. I, my source, my source said that that's what that was a possibility. We'll see. I got to get another. You're right. I've got to get another source sources. on this one. Good luck with. If that anybody one. can, if anyone wants to tweet me a source yeah. on this one, you can. Yeah. You or call in one. if you want to help yeah. him source that in this segment. Yeah, seven one three. If you know for a fact, you know if that if, that's if the you case. know like if John knows, sure. If you've done the work that John has done, yeah. If you can match that, then you can call right. in and confirm. Yeah, with your, if, you know, with your human eyes, because you can't say that without having a second source. Right, right, right. But if you see with your human eyes, you know, two eyes. That's two. That's two sources to me. Mm. But we'll see. Mm. But if you only have one eye, don't do it. So, am I to assume you if you're think that congressman? Don't you, do it. You think he didn't get a delivery or something? You what? He didn't get a delivery. That's why he missed the rest of the World Series. Pulled a steroid. His delivery didn't come in. Yeah, what do you mean? I, I don't know. It's a no, muscle. I saw him as soon as he swung, is it's a muscle. Remember he holding he, the side. Yeah, a syringe came out he of his side. Easily the most muscular player that I've ever seen in sports. I mean, you have Whoa, to go Joku? to like DK Metcalf. Joku. Oh. That dude is. Uh, yeah, he is. Wow. But this is. I think this guy's even bigger. You think? Yeah, he's he's in the territory of like uh, 
he's in the territory to me of like a Hasim Rahman and some professional boxers who have been massive. Like I was looking at his arms, it was he looks like a bodybuilder right now. He is enormous. I mean, Garcia is. I'm gonna have to check him from 2000. I'm gonna have Aros Arolas Garcia 2019, and let's see what that looks like. It's still not as egregious as the trash can. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. They don't. They don't have it here. Uh, but Njoku is a is a beast. He is. He he goes out before the games without a shirt on and the cold, and it's like holy crap, dude! Put a shirt on, please. That you're. It's crazy how big that dude is. Um, JJ got himself pretty big too. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying wow. he got himself pretty the big. The man is retired. No, man. Oh, hey, no. Man. I'm just saying he got himself. Oh, JJ. No, oh, no, no. Have you I'm seen sorry. Him JJ was pretty small. He was a little guy. He was guy. always a big guy. Have you guy. seen him lately? Yeah. He's not as big because he's not lifting. Anymore. I didn't say just because he got himself a big guy. I didn't say JJ pulled his steroid. That's all <laughs> I mean, I'm saying. It, when you jump immediately from Garcia, who you said this pulled feels a steroid, like a very reckless. For to a J- to, this is what you wanted, Lamont. <laughs> Okay. The, the lead, lead story. story. <laughs> well, congratulations. It steroids. Congratulations to that douchebag city for winning uh, a World Series. Congrats. Mm. That's great. Congrats. Uh, you got yourself now. Go. Uh, we got to see the, the the parade. You don't care about the Rangers. Just admit it. You guys, the, you, no one cares about the Rangers there. You all just jumped on. The, uh, two years ago, nobody was at the ballpark. You didn't want to pay for the new park. You did begrudgingly. Stop already. How old is Adolis Garcia? Adolis Garcia, 27? He's 30. 30? Yes. Is he that old? Yes, he is. Well, he's Cuban. This and he, 2019. And his, his listed age is 30. He was smaller. He was, Some, yeah, somewhat smaller. He was smaller. Well, not that noticeable, right? Mm, okay. okay. John, here he is with the Cardinals. You can tell that's him in the face. Does this look like the same body no, type? No, it doesn't look like Does that. Does that normally happen? No, he's strong. You can tell he's strong. No, he's strong. You he can... looks like Jeremy Pena there a little bit, but not nearly can as we... Like Jeremy Branham. He, no, it, not, but Branham? Is that what you just said? Jeremy Branham? <laughs> <laughs> what about there? Yeah, no, he's, he doesn't look nearly he's as big. He's definitely lifting a lot. Can more. we attribute? Yeah, lot. I, all I'm saying is he's lift, He's he's decided to bulk up and lift mm. heavier this, weights. That's can we, all I'm saying. We attribute the, the recent body transformation to a second puberty? Have we thought about yeah. that? He uh, could have had puberty well, part two. Whatever. Um, so, so uh, congratulations to them. But congratulations to our, much more important here. The Rockets win their first game. And boy, did they shoot well. Holy crap. That was that. I, I didn't, listen, this is not made up of a team of good shooters. It's no. just not. No. It, 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 you're just going to have to come to that realization. They were 21 of 37 from three. Yeah. 57%. Well, you know who was really, I mean, who had a phenomenal third quarter when things went sideways in the second quarter? Like, they got they gave up something like 24 points over the last six minutes of the first half. They blew a 17-point lead in the second quarter. Well, they quarter. went on an 11-0 run in the first half. Yeah. And, and, then and, then and like Amen, Amen and uh, Jay Sean got together, and they did a great job. Their plus-minus was tremendous. Well, the guy in the third quarter that was the real difference maker was Dylan Brooks. Uh, Dylan had a career-high five, had a career-high five steals, but he had he he collected a, an offensive foul on uh, LaMelo Ball. He had a couple of threes from the corner. Like, he really played well. Dylan Brooks played really, really well. Um, big game for him. Fred Van Vliet got off to a quick 19-point start in the first half, uh, which was... 
you know, which those two guys really needed to step up and have a game. And uh, everything else just kind of fell into place. I mean, they blew the – they look, this is a game that, in theory, they, they might have struggled to close out, but they learned to close it out. And uh, Vanessa Richardson was interviewing Dylan Brooks after the game, and he said, you know, we just had to learn to – she said, where do you go from here? And he goes, we just need to keep working on learning how to close out games, finish games. I mean, that's, um, that's exactly what it is. You have to learn what it's like. You have to learn to handle adversity. And it was really cool seeing the Rockets shoot the ball well. The turnovers are still an issue. They still don't take care of the ball very well, which concerns me. Uh, Jalen Green did have some moments yesterday. Of course, Shingun did as well. Shingun, when he backs you down, he has maybe the most legit back-to-the-basket game in the NBA right now. He's got jump hooks to either hand, which was an Olajuwon move. Like, this stuff is coming from Dream. He's got the baseline spin, uh, drop-step spin. Either way, he has... The back you down, left-hand jump hook right by the rim, right-hand jump hook right by the rim. He can take you off the dribble from the top of the key. Like, his moves, what Shingun has right now is, I don't know that there's another big. Somebody can correct me if they want, but I don't think there's another big in the league that has legit old-school back-to-the-basket moves like Shingun, and he has trained with Dream. So I don't think that's any, like, that's not a, this is not a coincidence. No. No, he's got... Listen, he's not Jokic, okay, but he's baby Jokic, yeah. and he's got so much potential offensively. It's whether you know, it's whether or not he can withstand. Jokic can do it on both ends because it's just so big, just so big. And uh, Al- Alpi obviously has his his, his not, uh, limitations defensively. Well, neither one of them are very good. I don't. Alpi's not really. Uh, he he just doesn't have a good sense for defense and like body positioning and stuff like that it's just and he doesn't block any shots they are really in desperate need of a rim protector Lawndale is going to be kind of a wasted signing to me you can see him out there he can't he's thin he can't really leap with people he's not a great rebounder he's just he's a bench guy you had to take after after uh Lopez didn't come you had to take what you yeah had. yeah I mean yeah, that was just a bargain Lopez but, you know. I, I tell you what now Lopez would have been huge Yes. To have Lopez, that would have been absolutely huge. That would have been. Now, that would have cut into Elpie's minutes, though. It would have been cut into Elpie's minutes. Yeah, and I think the development of him long term is going to be better, but they really do need a second big on the bench who's more of a, you know, who's more of a 6'11, a thicker guy who can go grab rebounds, not get beat up. And Jabari Smith is going to have to get a little tougher with his rebounding, too. I mean, I'm sorry, you're 6'10, you're just, you're going to have to rebound more. But. Forget all that stuff. And Jabari had some threes, too. Uh, it was it was fun to watch those guys get off. They got off quick. They lost the big lead. They came back in the third quarter and played well, and then they yep. closed the game out in the fourth quarter. Let's, uh, we'll, talk, we'll hear from the guys uh, on the other side. That's, a, that's nice we have today? to have a, a win. We got uh, um, Josh Payne. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to talk college football. We got five stars going to give us some winners. Uh, I think that's all we got today. Well, the most important thing for you, I mean, it doesn't help the listeners very much. Food is coming in today. Oh yeah, as Nick's well. place is coming today, which is awesome for us. And then we don't really. There's nothing we can do about the rest of you. So oh. you can go to Nick's place and get your own food. Oh, you I got to shut down uh, Yanni for not bringing food. You're gonna try to shut his restaurant. Well, yeah. Well, well, that was no the, one's going there anymore. Well, that was the note when we were told that Nick was bringing food. Nick's yeah, bringing Nick's food, not, not and not Yanni. It's not Yanni. Yeah, I'm bringing food and Yanni isn't. So there, there you have it, Yanni. Congratulations on your and store it's also closing. Day of the Dead, right? Yep. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, today is. Yeah. Today is Dia de los Muertos, yeah. which means Paul could be dressed up. I again. just I saw I saw um, we got a, we got Paul like a parade Saturday or something. Myra Moreno said she's going to be out there. I mean, I think it's a it's going it's going to be a big day. There's is that some one kind of Gilbert's of a, girls. No, well, Myra, Myra is not. None of them are no, actually but Art, his girls. Could she be? Art is, Art is a, no, could Myra be one of Gilbert's girls? Oh, yeah, I think so. But okay. She doesn't want that, though. I don't think so. Well, no one wants it. Well, you yeah. just get it. Yeah, right. You just There's nothing it's you can not do about it. It's not your choice. <laughs> you don't have that. <laughs> the game didn't choose you. Gilbert didn't choose you. Yeah. yeah I mean, no, she didn't Gilbert choose did. the game. Gilbert yeah. chose the game. Uh-huh. You know. It, there is no your body, your choice here. Oh, oh, there oh, is that, that boy. Way to finish the first segment. Uh, time for me to talk. <laughs> give me the vin dot com. no, no, he just blew a whistle. He just did personal, <laughs> personal foul sign on the John unsportsmanlike on John. I've had a couple wow, unsportsmanlike. Yeah, this segment. You got one. It's uh, early. I'm and it's. I'm like the Dylan Brooks. Gave you nut shots right at the beginning of the game. <laughs> I don't, well, I don't know. well, you've already got enough ejected to get yourself all, thrown out of the game. Targeting. Uh, I don't feel good today. Don't get ejected today <laughs> no. during, the game, during the show. Oh, time for me. I wish it was uh, HRP, but it's not. It's GiveMeTheVin.com. It's John Clay Wolf. Congratulations to John Clay Wolf and all of those people up there in the Dallas area that won themselves a nice World Series. Congratulations. Now, let's talk about John Clay Wolf and, his, and the job that he does. You can hear him in two days right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. It's a really good show. It's actually funny. It's a lot of good stuff. They got a lot of uh, quality uh, uh, editing. They do all kinds of stuff. They Songs, all kinds of great stuff. And very creative. But here's the deal is what, what, what is amazing is you could call in with your vehicle. And I'm sure they've got people behind the scenes and they pull it up and what's this, what's this car worth or whatnot. But all, right off the cuff. I mean, he'll hear uh, other cars. What's the four f- fair lane worth? And he'll 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 hit you with it. He's really really good because he's been doing this for a long time and he knows what he's doing. And what he's doing is he's giving you more for your vehicle than anybody else will. So he don't care. He's like, he, you know what? He makes an offer on the radio and the guy says, Ah, no, okay, I'll give you a thousand more, two thousand more. How's that? And he just does it because he wants that vehicle and he's going to go sell it at auction. And guess what? He's making less because he gives you more. But that's what he does all the time. So if you're looking to sell your car, give me the VIN.com. That's give me the VIN.com. ESPN 97.5. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back. 720 ESPN 975 and 925. If you want to get in here, you're more than welcome. 713-780-3776 is the number to hang out with us here on ESPN 975 and 925. Dylan Brooks has been good. Dylan Brooks has been real good. He had five steals. Now he did have seven turnovers to go with his five steals, but he also He had seven, seven turnovers. Seven turnovers, yeah. He was he was uh This team's little. gotta be near the bottom in terms of turnovers. Uh, yeah. So he, he, it was, it was a little, it was a, a little out of control at times, but that's okay. Um, you know what? They won the game and Dylan Brooks was a super, was a superstar shooting. He coming up with big, big threes and all of that. He, uh, Dylan Brooks had, yeah, seven turnovers and five assists, but he did have, uh, he did have five steals. So to go along with it. So, you know what? You take the good with the bad <laughs> seven and nine. Three for three from three. Dylan Brooks is not this good a shooter, and this year he's shooting really well. But 
you know, it's the steals that are really cool because that, that you know, takes away possessions from the opponent. Here's Dylan Brooks talking about those five steals. I was pulled in um, a lot, and um, I kind of knew what their guards wanted to do, and um, I'm shocked that my career high is five. I feel like there's a lot of games that I had in my career where I had more more steals where they're just giving it to other people. So appreciate the stat guy. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the stat guy. Uh, now, um, Ime, one of the, the big reason that Dylan Brooks is here is because of his intensity, right? His tenacity, uh, different culture here as opposed to what they were doing last year under Steven Silas is that they had zero, zero mm-hmm. in what seemed like energy, tenacity defensively, all of the things that Dylan Brooks brings to the table. Uh, it's awfully important that that veteran sets a tone. Here's Adoka talking about Dylan Brooks, not only offensively, but defensively. Yeah, he's so versatile. I mean, being aggressive, he's one of our physical drivers that gets in and, you know, obviously attacks the basket, but can also make some reads. Don't love the seven turnovers there, a little sloppy at times, as was our team. But um, and then defensively, just being able to be on bigger guys and go to ball and and disrupt some things there. It's always a luxury to have a guy like that. Yeah. Uh, This might, we'll see. Uh, Early early returns, (coughs) Dylan Brooks was a good signing. Early returns out that Dylan Brooks was a good signing. So, um, you know, that's... But does that's, need to lead to some wins. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, it's 20, it's you 60 know, million for those two guys. I mean, it needs to lead to wins yeah. and more importantly... Um, you know, they were, in two of, they were in two of the three losses mm-hmm. that they could have and maybe even should have won. They should have won in San Antonio, right? They, they, should, they, they, they could have won... Uh, the 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 Orlando game, forget about it. That was no good. That was that was terrible. Uh, but Golden State, they blew it at the end. How about this? Houston went from last in three point shooting to tenth in one game. Yeah, it's early. Yeah, it's a small sample size. <laughs> they're, they're, they were in, they were under thirty percent headed into the game, and now they're thirty six point eight. Yeah, it's like a, a batting average if you get two <laughs> hits. Okay. Oh my gosh, you're at the top of the league. Congratulations. Um. So. So, uh, you know, th- this team, though, it, it does blow leads. And Ime Adoka, at the, at the half, you mentioned that they went on a run right before the half and mm-hmm. only trailed by three when the Rockets had built a nice lead. Um, so uh, that was a little scary. But here's Adoka's message at halftime after blowing that big lead. Yeah, and that was the message at halftime. When we had 18-point lead that went down to two, it's what we did to build the lead for two and a half or one and a half quarters was move the ball, touch the paint, and get open shots and then we started to get a little cute and you know started to play by ourselves one-on-one and you know got gave up the lead and got those turnovers so wanted to get back to that and I think we did right out of the gate in the third quarter yeah yeah, they did and there was a little bit of uh, the ball got sticky and it's going to happen I mean that's <clears throat> depends on who the combination is like they're it, they're going to have to figure some things out I don't think so when there's a really athletic one a very quick one. Fred Van Vliet is not a guy that can just blow by people. He's got to use his physicality, but they can pick him up without really any repercussions. They can pick him up in the backcourt because he can't really blow by and get to the rim. He's not a good finisher. They'd love for him to try that. So I think you're going to have to have a second player bring the ball up a little bit more. Maybe that's going to be Jalen Green. Certainly when Amon Thompson is in the game, he will do that. But there's little things here and there. But, man, was it fun to watch yesterday. Now, the Rockets are last in, in basketball and rebounds. Um, that's the, the one area that I don't know it's going to have to become a group collective effort because they don't really have it on their roster to be a lot better rebounding team. I mean, it may help when Tari Easton comes back a little bit, um, but they really are going to have to just, as a team, get in there 
and grind. I mean, they got a box out. They have to be technically sound. Um, they have to put bodies on guys earlier, recognize potential caroms off the rim, and, and it's going to have to be a five-man unit rebounding because that's you can't continue to give up additional you know additional looks for the for the opposing team but it's i don't know it's just fun to have accountable basketball like I, yeah. I know it's i know it's just listening to Adoka, there's nothing really there's nothing really and yet it was a 128 there. 119 game yeah <laughs> yeah i mean yeah well no but yeah no that's that's true a lot of that was scored in the second half they were just kind of like it was a huge fourth quarter if you look at it because it wasn't that in the third quarter. Third quarter defenses were good. I don't know how many total was scored. In, I think over sixty was scored in the fourth quarter total between the two teams because they were kind of firing away, hitting threes. It got a little loose there over the last uh, four minutes, but um, yeah, it was forty-two to forty-one in the fourth. They scored eighty-three. Yeah, yeah. So and, and it was twenty-five twenty in the third. I mean, they went total. It was like. Forget yeah. about that whole defense thing. We're just now just fire. Just fire, everybody. Yeah. 42 41 in the fourth quarter. That's mm. crazy. Rockets outplayed him in the first by 12, beat him by 12, but then lost the second by nine. So it was, uh, this was a, an up and down, holy crap game. Uh, they got, they got a little bit of talent over there, though, over at, uh, in Charlotte now. I mean, yeah. With, with Ball and, 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 Gordon and Williams yeah. is causing some problems along the interior, and they yeah they've got they've got some. How guys about how about that Brandon Miller comes off the bench? You're the number two overall pick. Yeah, that's, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, how about the that's the case? That is that a little? What is that an indictment on Brandon Miller? No, I don't think so. I think they just want him to. I mean, you're the number stuff. two overall. Remember he only pick? played one year of basketball in college, so yeah, it's it's what well, the game that I was really interested in was. Uh, Watching Chet Holmgren versus uh, Zion, I mean, I got to get my Zion's in while I can watch him. Yeah, year. you got to. No, year. no, no, that's a good but, call. Uh, I, you said the same thing I did. I watched Chet Holmgren yesterday, and I'm like, oh my god, he's so so much more fluid than than Wimby. He's really talented off the dribble. He, Chet Holmgren's going to be a big problem. Chet Holmgren is going to be good. We were kind of now that beard is terrible. But Chet Holmgren probably got I, – I think people just clown guys for the wrong reasons. Like, nobody – look at this video of Chet Holmgren's about to break in half. Look at Chet Holmgren can't play. He going to get hurt. Mm, mm, mm. And then I was part of it, too. Like, <laughs> this guy barely got touched in the leg, and his leg snapped in half. And maybe that will still be an issue. But I'm telling you right now, he's actually more fluid and athletic well, I don't want to say more athletic than Wimby. I think they're the same, but he's a more fluid player on the court. Like his movement off the dribble, uh, getting by guys, he is, man, Chet Holmgren is going to be a problem. And Chet Holmgren might end up winning rookie of the year too. Yep. He's shooting well from three. Like Chet is, this is going to end up being a really, well, I don't, rookie of the year because he was hurt. This is not a rookie class. No, it's not a rookie class, but he didn't play. So it's a, he's a rookie. Right. So I don't want to say like historically this rookie class, we can't really say that. No, 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 no. But no, he's a rookie this year, and he deserves to win Rookie of the Year if he continues to play like this. He's outplaying. He's out. He absolutely is outplaying everybody. Every rookie out there, there's no question. He and Wimby's numbers are pretty, are fairly similar. Wimby's just not shooting as well. But those two are going to be. I mean, we're living in an era where we've got a six three, a seven three, and a seven four big men who basically play the wing. Yeah. Yep. Like and they can handle and shoot. Wimby's not shooting well now, but he can shoot. Yep. It's like this is a different era completely. Yeah, it's all the same era for me because it's uh, 
Coors Light. I got buddies in town from Green it's Bay. The Coors Light era. It's for the you? Coors Light era for me, but it's been a long, long. It's an epic, actually. It's not an era anymore. It's like the Lord of the Rings just keeps it's going just keep, forever. Yeah, which is great. I mean, that's that. What same for me? The extended edition. The longer, the better. The director's with Lord of the cut. Rings. The director's cut extended edition with the with Lord delete, of, all the deleted scenes. Definitely. All those. Are, I, listen, I'm not deleting any Coors Lights. I'm telling you, not from my life. Oh, well, you delete them every night. Well, they I destroy them okay yeah. they're my they get deleted yes they do get deleted by me but I, i'm telling you i i love them there will be a lot of course lights flying today on the golf course there'll be course lights tomorrow there'll be course lights all weekend watching football it's just what we do and it's what you should do i recommend it to everybody drink responsibly but here's the deal is if you're looking for cold clean crisp and refreshing if you're looking for the world's most refreshing beer you want to keep it's going to be back up into the 80s again you got to keep Texas chill, baby. And one way to keep Texas chill and to know it's chill is to have that cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and they're blue for a reason because they're cold because you know you're getting that refreshing beer. Coors Light, cold, clean, crisp, refreshing. Climb on, brother. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the Offensive Masterminds, running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Look, the show before us, yeah, I know it's it's an acquired taste. They did ask a really good question today, though. I wasn't, I, and I wasn't crazy about their answer, but they did ask a really good question. What NFL teams at this point in their lives, in, in this point in the world, believe they have their quarterback? In the NFL? Yeah. Well, Let's well, go through AFC East. Well, Bills, yes. Dolphins, yes. Yes. Patriots, no. Jets, no. Right, right. That's two. Okay. We'll go AFC. And it's, it's, it's over the next three to five years we got our guy. If Aaron Rodgers might be. There. You mean like they wouldn't draft anyone? Like, yeah, we, we're set. No, we're set. We okay. believe in our guy. Okay, well, let's pick it. Uh, well, I'm talking about the it's now AFC. No, I know, East. but I'm going to AFC North. Is Kenny okay. Pickett that? Is Ken, that? Well, you tell me. Is Kenny Pickett I don't that? think they're looking to replace him right now. Is that the kind of the definition of it? Yeah, I guess. Well, you know Baltimore's not. Cincinnati's not. Cleveland can't, right? Can't. They're not. It's not possible. It's not possible. So there's five. Kenny Pickett, would they, if Kenny Pickett doesn't, are they sure that Kenny Pickett's a guy? No, no, they, they can't, can't be. be sure. They can't be sure. No, because they may draft a quarterback. Okay, this. so your definition is: Are you sure? I, I don't think they would draft a quarterback this year. It might be next year after year three. Am I sure? I'm absolutely not sure. No, but the other. But I don't think they'll. So draft we got a five teams that are sure: the okay. Bills, the Dolphins, the right. Ravens. I mean, the, Cleveland's the, not Cleveland. Sure, they are can't the Texans do sure. Yes. Yes. See, they said no. The tech, how do you know he's a rookie? Well, we we don't know, but they're not looking to they're move. No, there's they're no way. Looking. Even if he struggles, they're going to say. Are not, Colts are not looking to. The Colts. I, the way I have to I look at this. But do the Colts believe that they have their guy? Yeah, they do. They do? Yeah, but 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 they don't know. None of us know. Right. So yeah, I, do we I, eliminate all rookies? Yeah, I think that the rookie thing makes it a bit more difficult because the team is going to say, yeah, yeah, we just drafted this guy. Of course we believe we're yes. not going to have to go get another one. But oh, Here comes the anti but Here of course, the, something can change pretty quickly, and then you have Kenny to. Pickett people are coming. Well, in he now. stinks. Well, okay, maybe, well, they let's don't. not say he stinks. Well, they He's don't average. Believe. Yeah, we don't believe that the. Well, we team. don't. 
But like the, the Steelers co- don't believe that. Yeah, do but the Colts obviously do. The Texans yeah. would. But then what? F- well, you can't. You can't already be out on your yeah. rookie quarterback. But at the end of the season, Jacksonville does. Right. Yeah. Jacksonville does. And that's Tennessee, eight. Tennessee, Tennessee we, does not. I don't know that Tennessee. Not that they would look to draft, but they're not in this conversation. No, and they're not going to draft another quarterback. But they don't believe that they're sure they have their guy. I don't think they so. Can't. Let's see how Levis plays this week. That, I think he's going to be in trouble. Does Denver? No. But what are they going to do? Well, it doesn't matter. Well, but do they he, believe they have their guy? No, he's. No. They know he's older. He is playing better. He's playing better, he's but playing they know better. they're going to have to get a new guy. Kansas City obviously does. The Jordan. Raiders don't. The Chargers believe they have their guy. Mm-hmm. That's ten teams. The Cowboys have for the next three to five years. They've got their guy, Dak. Yeah, that's eleven. Yep. The Giants? No. They just gave him. They just gave him a. But deal. do they? Do do? Does anybody believe he's the guy? I don't even think Giants fans believe it. Of course but they, they don't. They just gave him a deal. I know. So but, well, so of, they have to. What's Deshaun Watson? It's the same thing. You That's can't. The, but Daniel well, Jones you can't do anything about. Was it. that a long term or a two year? I he, think it's a three year. I actually. think they got an out. But they've got an out. I'll check his contract. But I don't believe he's played well enough that you go. Oh, we're certain this is. So it. He neither has neither has Deshaun. No, but, put him but, in that you, list. but you also gave him. Uh, listen, that two thirty is ain't, that ain't going. Yeah, ain't well, no yeah. That. Daniel Jones signed a four year, one hundred sixty million dollar. They contract. can get out of hit him after twenty twenty four and take a dead cap hit of twenty two million. Oh, they can do so that. They can yeah. get out. No, they right. can get out. So I'm not going. Yeah, Giants right. no. So they still got eleven. The Eagles do. They've got their yeah, guy. Washington, the Washington no. doesn't. The Bears don't. No. Do the Lions think they've got their guy? I don't think so. I don't know. Why well, would you not think so? Well, well, isn't he what the Chiefs he's was going to be up? Called Alex to... Smith. Did the Chiefs think Alex Smith? Well, clearly, they didn't. It's kind of Alex Smith. So he e- what? really can throw Smith, the ball down the well, field. But Alex Smith was taking them the. It's the idea of you can win with them, but can you win at the highest level? Are, do you feel good about having Jared Goff in one of those games? Yeah, Super, but I, if you, you got to a Super Bowl, okay, if we flip the coin, when the Ram, but full the point, coin boy, the, the Rams didn't think they had him, and he took him to a Super Bowl. Yeah. But they gave him a second deal. They gave, and him then a good they deal. got rid of him because. Well, they, look, if we were coin boys, it would probably come up heads. We're going to give him a new contract after the year. I think they're going to have to. Yeah, the, especially like, with all these teams that need quarterbacks. Yeah, Packers don't think that. Nope. Vikings don't think that. No, nope. Falcons don't think that. No, nope. Panthers got to think that. Yeah, Saints don't think that. Nope. Bucks don't think that. Nope. Cardinals don't think that. No, because they'll no. be drafting one this year probably. Uh, Rams don't think that. 49ers don't think that. Well, Rams don't think that because of his age, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you don't 49ers, have to. 49ers. Are we sure I think they 49ers don't think that? think that? I don't think they're panicking after three games. I don't think that. You think because they Brock think may they not got... be at 100%. Well, I don't necessarily. I I think that I've always thought that. We needed to wait on Brock because there's some physical stuff. If people start to figure out tendencies, the windows are going to get real tight on him. But I think Kyle Shanahan and those guys think that he is the guy. Probably. Now, probably. Gino, what about Geno Smith? That's, a, that's an interesting one. I mean, it's kind of like Russell Wilson. Well, are I'm you not going sure. to – well, I mean, you can draft a backup or Are they a young somebody that develop? would surprise you by taking a quarterback this year? Yes, I could see yes, that. Yes, I could see that too. Yes. So Later. how many did you come up with? I'll say no There's, on Gino. Okay, no on well, no on Gino. You only got thirteen teams that believe it mm-hmm. that, that are solid at quarterback, and 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 some of those are rookies or second year. I guys. mean, that is nothing when we're talking about how many quarterbacks have been drafted over the last few years. Yeah, and no, and no, only thirteen teams are certain. And that, that number don't. was I. So I did this game, and that what number do you have it at? Thirteen. I had it at seventeen just a couple like three years ago when I did this because I had Aaron Rodgers was locked in. Well, right. I had. Uh, um, 
who else? You had Tom Brady was locked in three years ago. Um, there was a different thought with Carson Wentz was there at the a, time. Yeah, was there a different thought? Th- what about Cousins? Yeah, Kirk Cousins, you would have said. Yeah. yeah. So you start to, you know, Cousins is just one of those things where he's at the end of a contract. Now he's coming off Achilles. Um, you probably would have said, okay, Justin Fields, he's a rookie. He gets you would have said certainly about Russell young. Wilson. You would have thought Trey Lance, okay, they, they've yeah. got Trey Lance, so they're just waiting it out. Russell, you would have said, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's way different. It's way different. <laughs> and Because we've been talking about, you know, the, the, the quarterbacks drafted over the last few years, and now this is supposed to be, this one is going to be the best quarterback draft in how long now? This is since what, 70? It'll be the deepest. We'll see if it's the best. But So I went since through 83? this. I went through this with Dave, Dave Damachek. No, it's it's funny. You go back, and there's a ton of bad quarterback drafts. 83, I thought, was. So I think the quarterback draft with. Uh, well, the, one, well, the Dan about, Marino draft was 83. What about yeah. 2020? That's the one. We to got me, Burrow, Tua's yeah. rising, and then That's Herbert, the one obviously, that I as think well. might be the best. And Jalen Hurts. Yeah. It's really, really good. When you go back and look that at the Dan really Marino, good. you do have Elway and Marino. Right. But you've got, there's a few more in this one. Now, people thought the 18 draft was going to be special with, you know, they do have Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, but Darnold, Rosen, and uh, Baker didn't no, turn, it, turn no, into the guys that no. we thought they were going to what be. What about Mahomes and Deshaun? Yeah, there's, and those, those Trubisky? two. Not Trubisky, but I think there was somebody in the there second round. More. Oh, there's another draft. It's, um, it's the Kirk Cousins, Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. but Luck didn't, you know, if Andrew Luck had stayed healthy, you actually had Russell Wilson. You had Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, um, Robert Andrew Griffin. Luck, and then RG3. Right. But, I you know, Cousins. Tannehill was in that draft, too. Yeah, Cousins, Tannehill. Uh, they're not special, but they played a long time. Cousins, Tannehill, um, Andrew Luck with the injury, and then um, damage, and Russell Wilson. That's a pretty good, that's this a pretty one, good draft year. This one is going to be. This one is going to be. The best in a while, but I, 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 you know, I was, I had some buyer's remorse on, on uh, C.J. Stroud. I just thought, when it was all said and done, and you, and I knew you had. To, Bobby Sloak talked about this. Yeah, we need to pull this audio because uh, Bobby Sloak was yeah. was interviewing, Let's pull it and we'll do it on the other. Yeah, side. Yeah, we'll do it on the other side because Bobby Sloak was asked about did he yeah. learn anything in this year's draft after what happened with Trey Lance in San Francisco. Yeah, he was talking to Adam Schefter. We'll play that on the other side, right here on ESPN ninety-seven five and ninety-two five. But first, we're talking about John Daspit. John Daspit is, uh, he just got done meeting with some coaches yesterday. They were doing a little talking about, um, you know, life, really. John's son just turned one not that long ago. John had a birthday. His son, his son is a monster. And uh, I'll never forget because he was, he missed game one of the World Series because he had a baby. You know what? Priorities. But he doesn't really miss work much. (laughs) John Daspit is out there working and working hard. And, that's what his lawyers are expected to do as well. They put in hours. I mean, they're working on weekends. They are they are fighting for you. And there's a lot of lawyers out there who are in the personal injury sector who are kind of eh, a little sleazy. Let's just say that. Uh, I don't think that I'm, I'm I don't think I'm out of line there. There's some sleazy guys uh, who are simply trying to. You're a number to them. They want to get a settlement. They want to take a percentage from you, and they're done. Done onto the next one. They're not really looking out for. What are your total fees going to be? What is your medical bills? What are your time from work? Do you have any physical therapy or surgeries that are going to be needed? What is your true pain and suffering? I mean, John Daspot fights hard for every penny that you have coming to you because the insurance agencies are trying to squeeze you as tightly as they can. You need somebody who's on your side and who can fight back for you, and that is John Daspot. 
over he's going to be up around 70 lawyers here over the next couple of weeks around the state of Texas, 10 different offices, 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW or go to the website daspitlaw.com. 97.5. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. 746 on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. is the number to hang out with us. Bobby Knight, no longer with us, 83 years old. Bobby Knight, as angry as that, it's, it's amazing that that man didn't have a heart attack long before this with, with as angry as he is. I was I was actually interested to see how the media would cover it. Uh, to see how people on Twitter would would respond, because it, it gets to I mean Bobby was clearly there was there was the great basketball side of him, but as he got older and it really started in the mid the mid eighties started to take a little downturn with maybe late eighties with behavior certainly in the in the night well certainly in the nineties it got to be a real problem. Um, I was interested to see how people would remember him, but I think the media's done a pretty because he's passed away right. So how do we remember people who have, like, what are they going to say about you? Is it going to be mostly negative or will they sprinkle in some positives? That's what I'm interested to see with you. It really depends on who's when doing the speaking. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll let Dell Dell do the eulogy, but I'm, yeah. I would think maybe his wife yeah. should do it. I want him to do yours. Trash ass Lance. No, I don't, Trash Dale, ass Lance. I don't want Dell. I don't want Dell. And besides that, I got to check. Dell would do his... mine. He, he'll be teared all teared up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fine. <laughs> Why? He'll say, what a, a, he saved what a, my career multiple times. What a great saved? opportunity. And then tried to work to, with him. And then tried to kill my career multiple times. No, I didn't try. I just wanted to remind him of how often he mm. almost. I don't, I don't think either one of you want me doing I your don't. eulogy. No, I'll, because it'd be mostly. I mean, I'm not really sure why all you guys are here. I mean, <laughs> you knew you knew them did in real you, life. Did you know this how guy? How do you know how many people time? will be there? When was the last though? time you were actually around them? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. If if like yeah. there's a large turnout, like, do you know these guys? <laughs> did you know them really? Have you seen them? In yeah, a while? I mean, they were okay. I yeah. mean, they weren't the worst. They weren't the best. You don't want me doing that. No, I no, I 100 percent don't want you doing that. But um, but I think they did a pretty good job of covering the the positive stuff on Bobby Knight. But you can't. You can't talk about Bobby Knight. You can't talk about Bobby Knight without without talking about, you know, some of the funny interviews he had, some of the controversial stuff he had. Uh, it's impossible. I mean, it's impossible to do that with Bobby Knight. Everything about him was, he was so, gosh, talk about a, a, an angry, he was angry. When he left, inter- I mean, he just got so mad after one game where he was talking, he was doing the, his coach's show and just started getting working himself up and he just said, bleep this, I'm out of here. He, and this was days after the game was over. Um, there's a quote here that I, I just I sent. I don't know if you can pull it up, Dell. Yeah, I know that our, our equipment is, is not. But this is typical. To, and he didn't care. He just did not care what you thought. He t- he told Connie Chung, 
you know, if you're, remember the, oh the statement God, that Tommy Chung? I forgot Chung, about layback if you're being if you're, yeah, great, lay back and just enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy it, right. Just lay back and enjoy it. Yeah, he, he did some really out of pocket things. He did not care. Did no. not. He well, he wouldn't have survived in this era. No. No, 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 no. Impossible. He, no. He put hands on players, he would kick players. Yeah. No, he the people who put him in for, garbage cans. Now, I remember talking to, um, is his name He came Jason? out with toilet, soil toilet paper because they were playing so badly. He put people in garbage cans. And when he was leaving Indiana, uh, here, or I think this is, I think this may be when he was leaving or. Oh, the kiss. It, yeah. Here's, here is Bobby Knight talking about when his time is gone. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my And that's how he felt for real. No, he did feel that for real. He didn't care what you thought, especially if you were media. You didn't know anything. He was, he, well, he did know. He, dude was, he was really, really good. He couldn't have been a bigger a-hole, though. Couldn't have been a big No, game. one of the players, and I'm trying <clears throat> to find his name, and um, I'm trying to find his name. Who was the player? Who's the white big man that they had? When I think he was, I think he was one of the ones that was put in the trash can uh, by Bob Knight because he was playing like trash or whatever. Um, I'm looking at Bob Knight's official, all the issues he had. It's, it's a lot. He's charged and later tried and convicted in absentia for hitting a policeman before practice at the Pan Am Games in Puerto Rico. Knight gets involved during Final Four in a Chevy match with an LSU fan who said Knight stuck a fang in his booty. No, no, it said Knight stuffed him in a garbage can at a hotel. This was his thing. Yeah. Uh, LSU fan came, stuck that, his fang in my booty. That was LSU. That wasn't Bob Knight. Knight criticizes Big Ten officiating by standing at midcourt and cursing at Big Ten Commissioner Wayne Duke, who was in the press box. Two days later, he assails the referees as the worst officiating I've seen in 12 years. In 85, he tossed a chair across the court during a game against Purdue, prompting his ejection. In 86, received technical foul for shouting at officials during a game against Illinois, then kicks a megaphone and admonishes Indiana cheerleaders for disrupting a free throw attempt by Steve Alford. In 87, bangs fist on scores table after being assessed a technical foul. University fined him $10,000, refused to let his team finish an exhibition game against the Soviet Union after he was ejected for arguing with a referee. That seems like a little one. Publicly feuded with Lou Henson, who calls him a classic bully. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. In 93, suspended for one game after a sideline tirade over Notre Dame, which he screams at his player's son, Pat, and kicks him. Remember that? He kicked him in the shins, his own son. 94, headbutt Sharon Wilkerson. You can kick your own son, though. That's fine. Yeah, headbutt Sharon Wilkerson while screaming at him on the bench. But says it was unintentional. It didn't look like it. Mm-hmm. 95, reprimanded and fined 30000 by the NCAA for an outburst at a news conference. Upset that an NCAA media liaison erroneously said he would not attend the news conference. Nash, la, Knight lashed out at him. Another Ted Valentine, who's officiating Knight, called the greatest travesty he had seen in his coaching career. An investigation for possible battery after allegedly choking a man at a restaurant. The man pr- reportedly confronted Knight as he was leaving, attending. He heard Knight make a racist remark. Prosecutor refuses to file charges. Assistant, I don't remember that one. What March- about when he got upset because someone just referred to him by his last name? Knight? Knight. Yeah. Knight. Oh, was, who was that? Up. He had oh, the, that. Yeah, he had yeah, the one yeah. Where he that choked. was a student walking by. Remember, him. Neil Reed got, Neil Reed got uh, choked at a practice in 97. The videotape found that one. Um, Knight's son, Tim, suffered a dislocated shoulder and broken nose during a scuffle with his father. 
during a hunting trip. <laughs> that happened in 2000. Knights fined 30,000 and three games under zero tolerance. In 2000, accused of grabbing a student by the arm, cursing and lecturing him about manners after the coach was addressed, hey, Knight, what's up? But didn't he really? But get- you know what? Don't be saying, hey, Knight, what's up to Bobby Knight. <laughs> no. you got to be smarter but than that. But being respectful. But didn't respect- he really get punished? I mean, some people think he got away with stuff. But didn't he get punished? He had to go live in Lubbock. Yeah. He had to go live in Lubbock. So. Yeah, that was. Yeah. 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 I mean, wow. if, that is true. if they, like, at the end of his career, he did have to, he did get sent to Texas Tech. So. Wait, did y'all know this one? The general manager at the Compact Center in Houston says Knight, now coach at Texas Tech, offered to fight him over remarks the coach made about the arena's locker room. Knight commented that it would have been very, very cramped with four, mm. four meets. <laughs> for what? <laughs> it was cramped for four for little people. Little, for people. little people. The GM apologized, but did not back down from his claims. In 2003, <laughs> launched into a profanity-laced tirade in an ESPN reporter asked about his relationship with former player Steve Alford. I mean, verbal spat with Texas he, Tech Chancellor at a Lubbock grocery. Would, would you send your son to play for him? Well, you're the one with sons. You answer the question. I, I would. I would. We've I, had this discussion. I don't mind. We have had this discussion before. I don't mind hard coaching. I don't this mind. Is I know he was, but he, listen, he, he was, he's, um, he's got he's a mental Woody issues. Hayes throwback. Yes. No, yes. he's got anger. He's bipolar. He's bipolar. Yeah. His, his anger issues. There's a video of him doing a coach's show. I know you've seen it. It's it resurfaced this year. He's doing a coach's show. They ask him a question. He's talking about why they played poorly and the defense. And in the middle of it, he, like, kicks something and, yeah, he and starts he says, cussing. He's yeah. just – his mind no, no. is boiling I was talking over. About that. Yeah, I was just talking he about that. He can't stop – like, he, he can't stop the anger. No, he's got such an anger. He's bipolar. But There's, they say from a basketball standpoint, he was brilliant. Yes. And I would I, – I, listen, he was – he knew his stuff, too. You got the Michael Jordan one? Got the, I sent that to uh, I sent that to you too, but never mind. Um, he was the guy. He knew Michael Jordan was. He knew Michael Jordan was great. We'll we'll, we'll play it a little bit later in the show. Um, we do have to play this Bobby Slowick thing, right? Because we talked about this. So the Texans draft. You were talking about it. Texans draft C.J. Stroud. We were all we all had our our doubts about C.J. Stroud. Ohio State quarterback. Uh, the S two. Uh, testing, now his reaction time was not very good. All of that stuff, you know, you you missed out because you didn't get Bryce Young, who was the Heisman Trophy winner. Everything about it just seemed like, oh well, you're just settling here. Well, they didn't just settle. And Adam Schefter asked him about the process of evaluating uh, C.J. Stroud after what he went through in San Francisco with the Trey Lance evaluation, which failed. So what you learned from going through that in 21 helped you select C.J. Stroud in 2023. Is that fair? Yeah, I'd say that's very fair. I'd say, you know, it just it helps you isolate on you got to you got to trust your process and everything outside of what's being said really doesn't have any bearing on what's going to happen when we get to draft time. You know, I I wouldn't say it necessarily adjusted anything player value like evaluation-wise, process-wise, as far as um, how you go through evaluating a guy with film and with meeting them in person. It was more just the, the constant chatter that's outside of, of, of the organization, outside of the facility that, that really doesn't necessarily apply to what you guys are thinking and what you're doing. Hmm. Um, 
listen, they did their they did their homework while we all had our doubts. Would you have drafted CJ there or just taken uh, Will Anderson Jr. there? Um, I would not have traded at the time. If no, I went no. Back, would you have? Ju- okay, you only had one pick there. You didn't trade the number. You didn't trade for the third pick. I did. Would no, you have taken I, Will Anderson? I would, say, or, I would have taken Will Anderson. Yeah, and then I think I would have. And too. then I would have considered trading back up because um, that's one of the things I talked about. But a CJ, I think CJ Stroud would have gone next at number three. I think somebody would have traded up and grabbed him. Um, I don't. It's not the Colts. Colts wanted Anthony Richardson the whole time, so they wouldn't have taken him. So if CJ got past three, he would have got past four, and maybe you make a move and trade up to five, and you still get CJ Stroud. But no, I would not have taken him, and um, uh, I may end up being wrong on that one. But I, you know, I I go through all these scenarios, so I remember exactly what I thought, and I just thought, man, there's just too much. There's there's too much. Um, there's too many concerns, and they were less about football, and they were more about was he mature enough. You know, there was some stuff with, with him. I know Brady Quinn took a lot of crap, but C.J. Stroud did have, you know, I got it from somebody who was at the Manning Academy that he just, he kind of canceled on Manning Academy uh, last minute, like he just didn't show up. And Mr. Manning wasn't super crazy about that. There was an issue at Steve Clarkson's camp out in, uh, at Adidas that, that he was involved in that showed a real lack of maturity. Mm-hmm. So I was really worried about that. I know he got into it a little with Bobby Slowick. But Bobby pressed him at, at the meeting. And this is coming from CJ told a couple other organizations about that, and that got back to me. Um, so I thought, oh, man, I don't know if he's coachable. There was issues with him. He didn't talk to his offense coordinator at Ohio State. He only dealt with Ryan Day. And I'm like, man, Diva is just two. There's the S2. There's this. Honestly, I, don't, I haven't seen any of those issues None. at all. None. He seems extremely coachable. He's with Work Bobby Slowick. He's work. a hard worker. He has the words and the, the tone of a leader, like all the things I was concerned about. And that's why it's important that you meet him yourself, you talk, and you also have to play poker. Like, you know this better than anyone playing poker. You have to read someone quickly. And the best way to do that is you talk to people around him, you get a feel. Um, and I remember talking to Quincy Avery, who knew the kid about him, and he said, yeah, he's not, you know, he, he has to know that you as a coach really know ball because he really knows ball. He said, and I can see where he could be tough for some coaches. He said, but when he trusts you, he is all in. And I think there's a level of trust there with D'Amico and then through extension, Bobby Slowick. And I think that, man, I'm just so happy with what I've seen from C.J. Stroud as a leader. The the football stuff I knew he could do, but he's just been terrific uh, so far in the rookie contract. He's been great. No no concerns for me. And I'm glad that they trade. It's going to hurt come draft day. You know, when the credit card spending comes due, that's going to hurt a little bit with the Will Anderson trade. Yeah, right. That was a package deal, though. So uh, we're just going to have to live with it. We're hoping without the other. Will Will Anderson is playing fine. He's got to get. He's got to be exceptional, though. Uh, Both of the guys have to be exceptional. And and you know what? So far, so far, I would. While I wouldn't have done it. They did it, and I wouldn't take it back. I, I wouldn't have done it, but I wouldn't take it back right now, that's for sure. 801 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Time for me to talk about hair. Uh, just having a great hair day right now, all because of Doc Linville. And Doc Linville does that for you. If you're not, if your hair, if you're follically challenged like I was, uh, you know what? Isn't you that get called hair? unhaired? It is unhaired. If you're unhaired, you, uh, yeah, follically challenged also. I think you could be challenged, okay? Um, but yeah, if you're unhaired right now and you need and you want hair, well, you got hair on the side of your head, and Doc Linville can make it 
put it at the top of your head where it really belongs, where the women love it, where, you know, they, they, are, they admire it. Now, some guys look really good, bald, some don't. And bald spots and, you know, I was, I was mangy. I mean, I had spots here, spots there, spots there. Doc filled them in, and it's fantastic. It's been fantastic for me. And right now, the price is the best that we've seen. Doc has got you a discount right now for whatever reason. He says, I don't care about the money. What I want to do is help people get that hair on the top of their head. You're looking for the best way to get hair. Doc Linville does it. The process is simple, and you're saving money right now. It's awesome. You're looking for the best way to do it? 975hair.com, 975hair.com. ESPN 97.5 